When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity, presented by Currency. Great to be with you on a Thursday. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbo, we welcome in for the first time in 2023, Brandon L. Vogel at uh, Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. It's where you find a managing editor with Hale Varsity Magazine, HaleVarsity.com, and his book with John Cook, Dream like a champion. If you want to watch Vogue's in this interview, a few ways to do it, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel and the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter handle at HVarsity Radio. We always reference Vogue's phenomenal backdrop with the football office. Vogue's good to spend time with you. How are you? How are you guys doing? Happy New Year. Yeah, we're we're good. We're good. Um Portal. Let's go there. Let's start. And uh, we just ended with uh, three of the names Nebraska looking at uh, this weekend with uh, Rouse. Uh, you have Mazuka and then uh, Kemp, the, the wide receiver. Where are you at uh, as you, you look at this opportunity? Do you like portal options on the offensive line? Do you expect it to work uh, if you're Nebraska or Pick a pick a college football team. How how heavily do you want to rely on that? Um, uh, on the offensive line, I like them quite a bit. Um, those are traditionally well, not traditionally because the portal's still new enough that I think we're we're still finding our way with this. But so far, what we've seen from the portal is those experienced offensive linemen are kind of the hottest commodity. I think when you you look at the portal itself, you're going to be able to get quarterbacks. You're going to be able to get wide receivers, um, running backs, maybe some defensive backs. The, the offensive linemen who have played and can bring that experience, I mean, the O-line stands out on a football team as maybe the most developmental spot on, on the team, I think. Like, you just look at it and say, you know, we might expect some players to come in and, and play as true freshmen at running back or wide receiver. We've even seen it at quarterback more and more frequently. It's still tough to do on the offensive line. So if you can find some people with some experience there, uh, the, the competition is always going to be pretty stiff for those guys. But, uh, you know, Nebraska landed one already from Arizona State that I expect to help at center. Uh, Mizuka is, is a guy who is an Under Armour All-American Uh Still pretty early in his Baylor career, relatively speaking. Um, Rouse from from Stanford. Uh, now, Stanford hasn't been what it was at the height of the David Shaw era, but personally, I still feel pretty good about the level of training and O-line is getting there. That's still a program I associate with excellent O-line play. 39 games uh, he's played there. And then you move to Billy Kemp, who's, who's intriguing. Uh <sighs> sort of a slot guy. I think he's listed at five, nine, uh, do a little bit of everything. I think early in his career, he was listed at the running back technically, but led the team in receptions. I think three seasons ago was really close last year. And then this year dealt with some injury and missed a couple of games, but, uh, 
anytime you can add that sort of experience, uh, I think it gives you a little bit of a leg up, particularly for a new coach at a, at a new spot. Brandon Vogel's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Brandon, there's been a lot made this offseason. I've seen it a couple times now. Well, there's as many defensive backs as Nebraska as there are offensive linemen. And, and that's been a problem for a couple years now, just how thin some of the offensive lines have been in recent years. Now, I want to get your take on Nebraska adding offensive linemen to the transfer portal. Should they be adding just for the sake of getting more numbers because of how physical the Big Ten is? You know, you're going to have injuries along the offensive line and you need some depth. Or should they be choosing who they want to bring into this offensive line, knowing, you know what, we need instant starters. We need guys who are going to come in and, and make a difference immediately. Yeah, really good question. I think the numbers dictate that you could sort of open up your pool a little bit because they do need, in my opinion, to to add some depth there. Um, but it, it goes, it comes down to for me those those old linemen like they, they become such a prized commodity in in the transfer portal if they played you know a good amount of games that. Everyone who who has a need on the offensive line, even some schools that may not, um, are going to be in on a guy. I mean, Michigan won the Moore Award as a uh, as the top offensive line in the country for the second straight year with a, with a transfer as a key part of that. Uh, Vanderbilt transfer went to uh, went to Alabama and basically started all season. So it's it's a, it's an experience or it's a position where you really can't shortcut experience. So I think as we continue to go on, all of those guys are going to be really – there's going to be a ton of competition for them. Nebraska could can even land one of the guys that, that is expected to be in town this weekend. We, we know Mazuka already is. Um, I, that's, that's a big get for me. It gives you some options up there. And when you look at the lack of numbers uh, – that's the biggest thing is like you don't have a ton of options if if things happen if guys go down for for a variety of reasons and we saw that play out this year for the huskers brandon vogel spending a few minutes with us here hail varsity radio vogues uh, let's talk defensive side of the ball for nebraska and uh we were we were off with garrett nelson's announcement and nebraska's having to revamp a bit you have some of the nil deals secured to, to keep names like robinson and uh, Reimer, and, and that's that's big time uh, for Nebraska and also uh, some of the, the secondary options. Uh, I want to get your take, though, defensively with the, the, the facelift part of it here. Uh, 3-3-5, we'll hear from Coach White tomorrow. But what what does Nebraska need most from whatever the defense looks like next year? Uh, what What is going to be the biggest – um, point of emphasis if you're white, looking at the personnel you're going to have, and then obviously uh, translating it to success on the field. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of that is still to be kind of maybe penciled out. It'll be interesting to hear from Coach White tomorrow. Uh, I think we'll get a little bit more insight on that. But you just look at losing Nelson and Mathis to the NFL draft. Um it's a little different in the three, four with what that edge rusher ends up being versus, you know, theoretically running a three, three, five, even though rule has said there's, you know, they haven't settled on that's going to be their, their base set. Um, so I think one of those, a, a kind of classic edge rusher, which again, pretty similar to offensive line, it's always going to be a competitive spot. If you're looking towards transfer portals to do that. Um, I think there's there's room there. You'd feel good about Nebraska in the middle uh, at the second level with with uh, the, the linebackers returning. 
in the secondary, no shortage of, of options there and pretty good options too, I think. Uh, so, so I look at Nebraska kind of, if there's room to add, um, or needs, uh, on the defensive side, you're probably looking at that edge rusher. And I think you might take, you know, another defensive lineman if you had one, cause those are, that's a spot like the offensive line where you almost can't have too much depth. And if you've got guys, you can feel great about rotating in and not missing a beat. That's when things really start to sink. Well, Nebraska's done well with some edge rusher acquisition here right before signing day. I know a name that's floating out there, guys, is is Gene Baptiste from Ohio State. Uh, He's in the portal, four and a half sacks. You're good enough to go play for for coach larry at ohio state well, it's the guy nebraska had in the boat until he didn't as well sure i mean again we see this kind of coming back around uh with with rule and, and past relationships but also uh nebraska can tap into somebody that, that maybe they just didn't close on previously yeah they, they they've absolutely got a chance there and you know that would be that would be coming full circle from from such a unique story with Going into that signing day, you know, Gene Baptiste was was somebody I think most people kind of counted in, in Nebraska's class. There's a snow day. There's no school. You know, all all of that weird stuff. And, and you know, it's it's tough to to kind of stand out as a singular player at Ohio State. They're just supremely talented. Uh, but a guy who played a ton and, and certainly made an impact. So. It'll be interesting to see if, if Nebraska is able to to revive that. You know, him just being familiar with the program, with Lincoln itself, I think helps. Um, but that, that would be a pretty big addition, in, in my view, uh, if the Huskers were able to add him. Brandon Vogel is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Brandon, got one more thought on the defense here for you. You mentioned the fact that you think that Nebraska looks pretty good at the second level at those linebacker spots. And I, I tend to agree with you because I think Luke Reimer is a guy, upon watching some 3-3-5 defenses operate against Big Ten teams over the weekend, that he fits there well. I think Isaac Gifford fits in that role as well. But I look at Nick Henrich. And I think the jury's still out on if Nick Henrich is going to fit into a 3-3-5 defense simply for the fact that whenever I watch the games this weekend, those linebackers had to be very multiple, just as good stopping the run as they were you know, flowing side to side and going covering tight ends, covering slot wide receivers. And I don't think that's been his game here at Nebraska. So do you think that's a fit? And I ask that because we mentioned the fact that Tony White's probably going to have to amend this defense slightly for the Big Ten. And I wonder if they're going to find a role for him, or if that's a guy that, you know what, you might need an upgrade there just to try to fit what a traditional 3-3-5 defense looks like. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a really uh, fair and astute question because I would agree with you. You know, that that's one where if Nebraska's, you know, throwing out three traditional linebackers, um, Luke Reimer's kind of been a tackling machine. You know, I would start with him at, at kind of number one in that middle spot. He's also displayed the, the versatility a little bit that maybe he could shift to to one of those outside spots, and that, that opens up a little bit of room for, for Nick Henrich. But I, I, I would agree. I, I mean, you're, you're going to need more often than not, you know, you're going to get into your two deep at linebacker in the Big Ten. It's just that kind of league. So I think there will be a spot for, for, for Nick looking at it as we used to with kind of a more traditional three, four. Um, I, I don't know that, that you slot that in and say like, well, he bumps outside because there are some questions there. He, he's more of a prototypical, I think, middle linebacker than, than maybe anybody has, Nebraska has on the roster at the moment. I'm excited for, for Wright and, and Giff 
and and their athleticism and versatility in this defense under Coach White. Vogues, less than 60 seconds. What's coming up from you and Hale Varsity here before we say goodbye? Yeah, hard at work on the the January issue, which, you know, is about 10 days out from uh, being off to the printer. Have a good story from from Brady Oltman's there on sort of Nebraska recruiting and how it's turned over a little bit of every rock. Uh, I'm currently working on something, looking at kind of the track connections with this staff in its past and already here here at Nebraska. So that'll all be in the January issue. Um, make sure to go to hailvarsity.com slash subscribe if you aren't already. Make sure you get that. We got plenty plenty of basketball. Uh, Saturday is kind of an interesting day for, for both men and women in terms of looking at games that you look, you play the schedule out. Uh, could end up being pretty important for both of them. Uh, I think they're games they need to win. So we'll be watching those closely over the weekend. Vogues will have his nachos in front of him as he watches intently some Husker basketball this weekend. Vogues, you take care. Thanks for jumping on with us, bud. Thanks a lot, guys. There he is, Brandon Vogel with us. A uh, quick timeout back with more after this.